Close Home for You Fit Studio, talking about what you feed your mind. Um, now, feeding your mind is a lot like feeding your body, in as much as um, if you, and we know this, I think, if you feed yourself with your body with um, poor nutrition, as in uh, not a lot of uh, vegetables, fruit, uh, if you feed it junk food, like high sugar, highly processed, highly salty, all the goody goody stuff. However, if you feed your body that on a continual basis over a number of weeks, the outcome we know is pretty poor health from a physical point of view. All right, you're likely to be told by your doctor that you need um, a little bit of support somewhere in the future. And you do some stuff, some serious damage from a physical point of view. Um, and actually, if you allow your brain to absorb and digest um, things that, that do also have a negative outcome over a long period of time, this has the absolute effect mentally as it does physically in as much as there is an impact, um, it does cause a negative outcome for your mind as it would physically if you feed it poorly. Um, and it's about understanding where that's coming from. So just as you want to form healthy habits for your body, right? So healthy habits for your body might be um, ensuring you're doing your protein, carbs, vegetables, fats, um, uh, healthy habits like being active, etc., etc., uh, training regularly, ingesting enough water. Um, you also need to be looking at healthy or building healthy habits for your mind. And this is often overlooked actually when it comes to overall health and overall fitness because there's a very much a drive towards losing weight and that's uh and that is healthy i'm not not saying it's not however it it's uh oh i'd love to be able to run a mind gym Whoa. um however actually it's just important to appreciate and understand how uh, as much as you'd strengthen and i've, I've talked about habits i've sense a lot over the last uh, quite recently um just as you want to create these healthy habits physically Building your resilience and building your mental um, habits and skills are just as important um, because just as you'd be able to deal with a physical injury or illness, etc., from a physical point of view, you also want to be able to deal with um, mental resilience, with um, also with anything that would happen from um, a life perspective. You want to be able to understand what is good for your mind and what will build that resilience and what will potentially undermine it. So things you'll be looking at if you uh, want to look at this is a first step is really to understand where uh, your unhealthy items might be coming in right now. Just as you sit down, I guess we're going to one of the coaches here and say, okay, I want to talk about my food and what's going on and these are things that I know aren't good for me and I'd like to remove them. It's also great to have a conscious decision about what you are feeding your mind mentally that is also having the same uh, outcome right so maybe it's uh, a negative situation or a negative person maybe it's unnecessary drama from a situation or personal people um pessimism right maybe it's um i have seen this as well maybe it's understanding where you're absorbing this from as well actually just a point on that so the the somewhat obvious ones would be um a personal people or a situation 
It's also good to talk about a little bit about social media and where you might be absorbing that negativity um, through what you're watching or viewing. Now, if any of you have watched The Social Dilemma and if you haven't watched it, I strongly suggest you do. Uh, it is on the old flick of next. Um, where it, uh, it explains to you that once you, it, some social platforms will say are so clever that once you scour something, it will start feeding you some similar things. So if you hover over something that maybe is a negative uh, image or story uh, or is biased in one way, Facebook will start sending you more on your feed. Your feed as opposed to the person next to you is not the same on Facebook. It's not random, it's designed. So if you, you notice that your the certain posts which irritate you, wind you up, etc. Um, you may, without even realizing, be feeding your mind with this kind of <laughs> this kind of food for thought, shall we say? Which, as I think you imagine, the same as you with the food. If you're absorbing this stuff over a prolonged period of time, yeah, it's only going to have a negative uh, outcome on your brain. Um, and we all know, by the way, just going back to that, we all know these people that lead us into negative conversations, right? I think we always have the mood hoover, as I like to call them, the mood hoovers. We know them, right? Now, it's also, when we're talking about mood hoovers and we talk about people and situations, it's not always as straightforward to say, right, I'm just going to cut these people out of their life. They might be your significant other, that would be quite awkward, right? Or um, a close family member. And that's always quite awkward, right? So it's not about, it's not about cutting these people out of your life. It is about accepting or uh, recognising the impact that they're having either deciding if you're actually going to reduce contact or the time you give to them, just as you would reduce your food or calorific intake if you know it's not good for you. It's like, am I going to reduce contact or adapt the contact to know that I have some influence over how much negativity, drama, pessimism I'm absorbing in? Um, similarly, when it comes to things that you might be absorbing through social media platforms, consider putting a time limiter on your social media. Consider for a period of time, this scares people sometimes, to delete your social media and really limit the, the contact of how much you're absorbing or what you're feeding your brain when it comes to this kind of stuff. Um, and that's how to remove and adapt. But also, it's also about creating habits that feed your mind in a positive way. Now, there's lots of stuff out there. This is a, a vast topic. Um, and I don't think it necessarily sits around self-help books. <clears throat> For me, <coughs> excuse me, frog, ribbit, <coughs> there it goes. Um, For me, you might make you looking at things like uh, podcasts, <coughs> things you can absorb, things you can read. <coughs> I'm really sorry, that is not going. Join me on Thursday with Facebook, I'll just cough all the way through it. <coughs> I'm not ill, promise. Oh. However, things that feed your mind are positive, that um, challenge you as well. I think um, developing uh, or feeding your mind in a positive way is not always feeding yourself something bland. Sometimes you need to be challenged. For real growth, physically and mentally, it's always good to challenge yourself with different um, points of view, different belief systems, etc., etc. And I am, and with feeding your brain and finding ways to uh, increase your skills around mindset, etc., etc. There's no more positive way than looking at breathing, looking at meditation, looking at reading before bed, reading a topic that either closes off the brain or ignites the brain to think about something differently, 
uh, doing something that makes you feel like you, something fun. Um, and also, to be honest with you, eating healthy too can also have an impact on how your brain also deals with things. Quite often clients will say to me, I, I feel so much better, I feel so much better mentally when I'm eating healthier. The two are quite closely linked. Um, and I think important to recognise that as well. The, the overall uh, thing about this is that <clears throat> it's not about, um, it's a lot about finding ways of building your skills, so how to cope when things get difficult, and also recognising where you don't have to be putting yourself in those situations, right? You don't have to be putting yourself in situations with the drama, with the pessimism, with the negativity. You do have a choice to a degree of how much you're influenced by it. The more you practice the skills of understanding yourself and understanding others, the more you can, um, I'd like to say, observe the situation rather than be involved within it. And that's as much as you're able to um, flex your brain once you feed it correctly and, uh, how do I put it, um, influence your own thought process over the situation, right? And we talk about thoughts, emotions and actions or behaviours, right, as, as how the chain works. So if I'm in a particular situation with somebody who's overwhelmingly negative um, about a situation or something else, I could find myself drawn into it by saying things in my head like, yes, they're right, oh my God, that's so scary, oh, aha. And then I, I can create the emotion of fear, then my behaviour might be to join in that conversation with that individual, if I so choose to. However, if I'm A, step one, conscious that this person is likely to be negative about the situation, uh, hear the words, however, rather than uh, allow my thoughts to, to gather fear and agree with them, really kind of observe them and kind of just sit back, listen to them, not ignore them, listen to them um, and allow my brain not to get engaged as such, right? So I'm not going like that, but I am taking it in, but I'm not absorbing it as a thought process, letting my emotions get involved. And they're more likely to respond in a way that is actually probably my genuine opinion or thoughts and not an emotional reaction where I've been drawn into their drama, etc. And this is how it works. The more you feed your brain with uh, material and situations that have a positive and strengthening impact on um, your thought processes, the more you're able to actually manage or maintain the rest of the drama that might be kicking off in your life, essentially. Now you might be asking a question, what has this got to do with um, fat loss or weight loss? Um, a hell of a lot, actually. Um, I would say that most people would like to, to lose weight. And I had some conversation with somebody this week, actually. And this is true, we'd all love to. We'd all love to lose weight uh, at a time of which there is no drama, no negativity, no pessimism, no problems. Where life is peachy, where we get 10 hours sleep a night. Where we wake like Sleeping Beauty or Snow White. Right, with Snow White and the birds come flying through the windows, and the reality is, it, it's not like that, is it? We kind of the alarm goes off, we punch it, we fall out of bed into the wall. Just talking about my morning, right? Um, <laughs> and then from then on, things might go a little bit pear shaped, right? So the kids might be playing up, the dogs vomited on the carpet, somebody's not very well on a relative, you've got to go food shopping, you know, you've had a bit of a run in with the boss, Kate, if it's yourself, you've had a run in with yourself, right? And the reality is that mentally all the time we're engaged with these challenges and when you're engaged with these challenges um, and some either self-induced or externally induced negativity, what does that do? Um, that absorbs your emotion, it changes your behaviours and your habits. So you're more or less likely to be able to 
manage your life and stresses and also look after your overall health by generating time to do that and not generating time looking after the drama absolutely because the reality is that nobody in the history of ever working with us has ever had a clean run from start to end of their journey of weight loss without some drama negativity pessimism and mental challenge uh, the more we work with uh, all our clients around being able to strengthen that resilience, understand how to feed themselves and yourselves with good, healthy, mental nutrition, the more they're able to deal with their physical nutrition and physical activity and all their physical goals and physical nourishment because they understand the importance of the two. Um, and I think so many clients previously will try and feed their bodies or stop feeding their bodies without uh, before working with us, before uh, looking at how actually the mental nutrition or mental um, strengthening is actually, and, and I always stick by this as, as my position, would always be fundamentally the key towards successful, consistent longevity of health, whatever that looks like, whatever weight that looks like. Um, if someone doesn't learn how to feed their mind in a positive way, they'll always be drawn into the drama, always drawn into that negative person, always sucked up by the mood hoover, right? So that means that always at some point there's that risk of being drawn back into it and therefore changing their lifestyle back, not being able to maintain everything they've gained from a physical point of view because mentally they've also not made that growth. So if you're in a um if you are in a situation where you have a lot of this stuff around you at the moment, I know it can be quite overwhelming. Alright, it's hard to know where to start. The the best thing to do to start though is start by uh, feeding your mind with good stuff first, right? So that's what I'd say is that yes, the first step is to recognize it. Next step really would be to start spending some time away from it and feeding your brain with other stuff, right? That is more positive, more in, uh, enlightening, enlifting, whatever you might want to look at uh, or how, whatever you want to call it. So you're giving yourself a bit of a mental break and a bit of rejuvenation away from it all before you start tackling the bigger issues like reducing the time, etc. that you're around the drama. Um, because um, first step is taking a bit of a break, right? I think sometimes, certainly if you're being pounded by this stuff, it's never good, right? So next week, next week, oh, how you do one thing next Monday, waiting for, oh, I've got, I've got some bangers next week, waiting for good things to happen on Wednesday. And uh, my personal favourite, FOMO, FOMO's next Thursday. FOMO Thursday. So we've got how you do one thing is how you do everything, brackets. Uh, waiting for good things to happen. Yep, still waiting. And FOMO. <laughs> then my subjects next week. And uh, it is, look at that, 10 years younger, 10 years older. It is still a beautiful day out there. And, oh, clocks, morning everyone, I feel like, I feel like my dad here. Clocks are changing this weekend, people don't forget. One hour less sleep. Yay! But more sunlight, so we're still a winner. <laughs> so hopefully remembers the time is actually will be five o'clock, standard time after clocks change on Monday. Um, and you can join me then. I hope you have a fabulous evening out in the sun and a fantastic weekend. See you later.